this is John Guthrie and Kaylee Durant. And we are Under, Under the, the Tower. Tower. And today, Kaylee, we have Tim Hildreth, Chaplain Tim Hildreth. Welcome. Thank you. Thank well, you. It's great to be here. Oh, yeah. This is beautiful. We highlight every former team member of the month at Halifax Health, where we get to pick your brain um, about what happens in your life outside of the four walls of Halifax Health. But you are a unique one, and I can't wait to pick your brain on what happens inside the four walls, Pick too. your brain sounds gross. It does Let's it? not pick brains. Okay, okay, fine. How I about- know we talk health care, but pick brains. Let's <laughs> uh, let's see what it's like to be Tim Hildreth. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Do you want to put my shoes on? No, that's okay. <laughs> All right. How that did you gross too, as How did fact. you become <laughs> chaplain extraordinaire? Um, I don't know about the extraordinaire part, but I became a chaplain here because of my predecessors. Yeah. Um, chaplain Andy Pollock, and we all remember we all many love people. Andy. Have, Mr. Wrong. How? Mr. Wrong. Was Mr. That his wrong. Name? That's In right. Cornerstone, he was Mr. He was Mr. Wrong. Oh. oh, that was so much fun filming. He was Mr. Wrong before I came here. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. long was he at Halifax South before you? Um, a long time. Yeah, five five years maybe, wow. six years maybe, something like that. Here at Halifax, mm-hmm. he had served with our hospice program before right. that, though. Right. But um, yeah, so it was Andy. Andy, um, Chaplain Don was also here at the time. Don. Andy, Andy was the number two chaplain. Don was Mr. Wright. Mr. Wright. Okay, I remember these. If you oh, these are great videos. You go back. Yeah, those are some great videos to go back. We'll and post. Take a look we'll at. post them in the notes if we can. For sure. Yeah, I think Don was on the left shoulder, Andy on the right. Yeah, right? I think that's right. Yeah, right. This is really big team member talk. I love it right yeah, now. This yeah, this is cool. Stuff. Yeah. So, so um, I was a pastor in the community in Port Orange, and uh, there was a member of my congregation who lost somebody they loved. Um, and Chaplain Andy stopped in to see them and and provide some counsel to them. And they said, hey, our pastor is just Tim Hildreth down in Port Orange. Can you give him a call? Chaplain Andy gets on the phone. Hey, Tim, this is Chaplain Andy Pollock up here at Halifax Health, and you've got a loved one. They've asked if you'd come. Oh, I thought they were trying to trade you. No, no, they weren't trying to get rid of me. They wanted Andy to let you know. And for Got me, and ask and ask for me to come up to the I hospital. Thought right. I so thought it was a trade. So I like pave the road. Yeah. yeah. I got so it I now. came up. I came up and uh, spent some time with the family. It, it was up in IMC, and um, uh, when I was done with the family, um, I stepped. They left. Um, I stepped out. Andy's still standing there. And so Andy and I have this conversation and learn that he's from Rochester, Western New York. And I was from Central and Western New York wow. for my life. So we had these commonalities and these conversations rolled, and, and he learned that I'd been a, a volunteer chaplain for years when I was up in, as a pastor up in New York. I was a, a pastor in, in the Syracuse area up in New York. And he's like, oh, so you've done some of this chaplaincy stuff. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, volunteer. And he said, well, we, we were looking for, we need to actually someone else to help us um, PRN or on, do some on-call stuff. At and the hospital? Here at the hospital. Okay. Yeah. So he asked me if I might consider doing that. I said, I'd consider doing that. Um, and uh, I don't know, it was a couple days later that I responded to him and said, if you still are interested in, in my service, I'll be glad to come alongside you and Don. So that's kind of what started. Cool. It, right? Hey, man. It started from that. I started just as PRN actually eight and a half years ago. Was it kind of like a tryout for them to call you up and to go see a family friends to see how you would handle it? Or I have no idea. Interesting. Wow. And now look at you. And I ended up being here for, right, for, uh, well, six and a half years full time now. Yeah. So, yeah, so I did that for two years. 
and uh, um, just I love it. I love doing what I do. So for, I mean, I don't mean to be ignorant, but for, for, for those that don't know, do you go, you go in to see every patient? Are you, um, only whenever we, a patient requests you, Right. how does that work? Yeah. Um, only one of me can't go to all 300 plus patients. So, (laughs) so too much for me, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, anytime there's a request, um, and I get requests from patients, from patients, families, the nurses will say, Hey, this patient could really use your support. Uh, charge nurses will call. I've had doctors call. I've had OTs call. I've had PTs call. Wow. I've had I've had environmental folks who got into conversations with family and and heard their distress and said, you know, there's a chaplain here. Would you like me to have the chaplain come? And they've called. See, he's so, a friend to all. Yes. No wonder he's a team member right. of the month. Like a yeah. capybara. Yes. The capybara is the largest rodent and it is friend to all. It's John Guthrie's favorite animal. Yeah. Oh, no, good. but I'm just saying friend friend to all right. is a theme. Yes, it is. Because everybody knows you. Mm-hmm. Everybody understands at least what you do or what how people feel after they talk to you. They may not understand everything you do. I don't but they know that you, you provide comfort. Yeah. And communication. Yep. So what That's you cool. you see patients, but also you see team members, families or team members as well if they need you? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So I'm I'm here for the team members. One of the things, great things that we love to do, and this is a I'm I'm technically with palliative care and also the hospital, right? So, but one of the things that we get to do is um, tea for the soul. What is ever, that? You ever heard tea I for the soul? No. Literal tea, no. like I'm drinking tea? Oh, yeah. No. Tell cool. us more. Knock it down. When? The tea, all kinds of tea. We probably have 10 different varieties of tea currently that we take with us. We have four, seven, eight, maybe different types of coffee because some people don't like tea. Right. And we also have hot chocolate. Is this a meeting? So this is so. This is what it is. So when some people on the, when when a particular unit in the hospital has undergone a lot of tension, a lot of ah. stress, we have a cart set up. We have cool. a Keurig machine. Love we it. have we have teas, coffees, aromatherapy, music therapy. We have these great little affirmation cards, and and we um, and another member of our palliative care team helps me, Lauren. She's our secretary, uh, medical secretary there. And, and we get fruit, fresh fruit, and we'll get fresh pastries, and we'll go up to a floor. We got um, to the unit, and we'll, we'll decorate. They give a space, uh, twice the size of this room at least. <laughs> um, and we'll cover a table with a tablecloth to make it really nice, and we set it up beautifully. We get the lights down as much as we can without being completely out and get that aromatherapy and music going. And then we let the, the staff know we're here for them. And we stay on the unit for about an hour. Wow. And people can come in. They get a flavored tea. They can get their flavored coffee of choice. They can get a little snack. They can look over the affirmation cards and see one that says, um, I have made a good choice mm. in doing what I do. Or something like that, you yeah. know? And the affirmation cards on the back have these questions to help them reflect on why is it that I chose this, right? That kind of thing. And they can just sit. They can interact with us. I don't mind offering a prayer for someone if sure. they, they would like something. They can leave a comment. Is it religion-based? No, or it's there's, very... there's no agenda to this. Right. It is, it is um, a time for uh, breathing, mm. having space in the day when it's been stressful. So I... that's one of the things we get to do for staff. That's amazing. That's cool. that's I didn't know about that. How often does that happen? 
Well, it's ma- manager driven. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on the manager seeing the tension on the floor yeah. of the unit, and then they can call us. We actually are just finishing up our what we're calling our winter tour of Tea for the Soul, where we've actually hit each unit in the main hospital yeah. um, this uh, this spring or this winter. Um, today, today will be the last one that we we cool. do. That's awesome. It's very nice. I need to let a, a lot of people know about that. It's we have lots of positive comments from it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure during COVID you were quite busy. Um, we there, you know, outside of that whole time, there yeah. was just so much tension, yeah. and yeah, there was a lot of lot of need for just some encouragement, um, yeah. some time to breathe for the staff. Absolutely. <sighs> wow. That's so cool. All right, so now we are getting to know Tim inside the four walls of Halifax Health. What is Tim like outside of the four walls of Halifax Health? I've seen him at the beach. No way. Yeah, for sure. I've seen him at the beach. Suit and tie or no? No. Okay, okay. No tie. All right. No tie at the beach. He and his wife had the chairs and the umbrella. And the umbrella. The Halifax Halifax Health. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. That's Mm -hmm. right. Good. That's right. Putting it out there. So you like to go to the beach a lot? Go HHMC. Um, We do go to the beach some. Not a lot. Um, who am I? I'm, I love my family. I have three kids. My wife and I have been together 31 years. Here, here. Congrats. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we only live, uh, less than three miles away from here, which makes it handy. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Seven minute commutes, my friends. What's that like? Yeah. 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 That's nice. (laughs) Um, and, uh, I have a little dog who likes to get up. Anton. Anton, nice. Anton, little cockapoo, all of 14 pounds. Cockapoo? Yeah. A cocker spaniel and a poodle? Poodle, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He likes to walk early in the morning, so we go out about five, Mm -hmm. get a little three-quarter mile walk in, and then I like to get a little run in in the morning, and that just starts my day right. That's cool. And I love what I do here. So my day is really, um, I enjoy um, every day. Every I mean, day. a lot of the clinical staff is not eight to five, like John and I are. Right. So w- do you come and go, not as you please, but like when a patient needs you as needed or what? So I am here um, from a regular daytime shift. I'm here. S- what time am I here? Eight to four thirty. Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, and then I do serve on call one week of the month. So if there's needs nights or weekend I do come in for that. We do have other chaplains from our hospice team Mm -hmm. that do help cover the other um, three weeks of the month, three plus weeks of the month. Wow. I didn't realize that there was, I mean, I've seen you at so many of our events. You do the prayers and you open all of the events there. You can't pass the halls without somebody saying hi to you. So I see you all the time, but I didn't realize how many other things there are that go into it. There's, yeah, there's quite a bit. There's quite a few things that happen that I have the privilege and honor of being a part of and uh it makes it just a a job of variety and interesting and i love it i love it and we have another chaplain coming oh i'm gonna put that on the air good who is it um susan is her name she is gonna start on april 3rd cool i'm really excited so now that will be up to two chaplains we'll have two chaplains we're doubling our our force you've been covering it for a while it's been about three years Wow. It's hard to believe it's been three years since Andy left, I guess. Is that right? Three years, yeah. Three years. Well, you've done it well. So the beautiful chapel we have in the France Tower, do you go in there a lot or are you mainly in patient rooms? Um, I go there. I try to get there almost every day. Okay. Um, just to make sure it's picked up. It's it's things are in order. Things are supplies are, are there. Like we have Bibles there for people on the floor when nobody is like a chaplain's not here. 
so someone can go get a Bible. So I try to check it every day, um, make sure that we're getting people coming in and just cleaning the floor if it's really messy. So yeah, I try to get there every day. It's, it's a beautiful little space. It is. is there something I do in there? Um, every Thursday we do have a prayer time, ecumenical prayer time. So just for anybody who wants to, to come from 1145 to about noon, um, try to keep it fairly short because that's usually someone's lunchtime. Right. But um, yeah. Wow. Otherwise, yeah, that's, it's just open space available for individuals who just need a place of peace and contemplation and sure. maybe prayer. That is awesome. You, you do not push anything. You are not very, like, like you said, have an agenda or anything. It's just you're very calming, which is probably why you're very good at your job. And not judgy. Exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah. Not it's judgy. Good not to be judgy. Right. You shouldn't judge. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that's seen. Yeah. Oh, I'm for hopeful, sure. I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful that's exactly what people see. And Tim is a, uh, he's a mean landscaper. Oh, really? He and I did the oh, three, right. two, did. one, one, four well, project. Did. Brother, I am so glad you that were was just, there. Was that last year? Probably. Uh-huh. It was just last that, year. Because had you not been there, whew. It was a beautiful day, right? It, it was, was gorgeous. It was. But they asked us to do quite a bit of things. We were planting, but it was fun. Sure. It was a it lot was of fun. It was fun. I would do that again if Tim would come. You all represented Halifax yeah, South? we did. I'll, I'll do it again it if you'll lead it. Thing. There you go. Boom. Done. Now, Andy is an artist. Yes. In his spare time. Yes. Um, what what does your spare time consist of besides oh, running and walking the dogs? Well, lately it's just been my um, doing some extra study for being the best chaplain I can be. I love wow. it. That's but, awesome. But I do like working outside in my yard. I love I love being outside. You do? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Excellent. Your three kids are all grown out of the house? 24, 22, 20. Wow. Two out of college. One's in grad school. One still in school. All local? That's excellent. No. Oh, um, got it. Real quick, son, engineer, Jacksonville. Daughter uh, in school at North Florida to be a DPT, doctor of physical therapy. Youngest up in college in at Olivet Nazarene University, which is about 50 miles south of Chicago. Yep. Studying to be a nurse. Proud wow. dad. Yeah, Holy cow. Sure. That's great. For sure. Real quick. Yeah. And what about your wife? Um, amazing. Yeah. She has done a very good job training me. <laughs> what 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 did she train <laughs> if, you if, on? If if I am employee if like if I'm employee of a month for yeah. some reason, it's because I had a wife who helped mm. to shape me. What what oh. name one thing that she shaped that is just like Um she uh she helps me remember um one, better communication and attentiveness. Oh, nice. You're those so are, good at those are big ones. I thought it would be like toilet seat up, toilet seat <laughs> down. You know, obviously, now, I would she also chooses say, your shirts and ties. I would also say, I don't, she probably did. I would guess. <laughs> she probably did. But I would also say, you know, those are things that that have just been very helpful in our relationship as we've shared that yeah. together, you know, and, and it's always a work in. Or toilet seat up, toilet seat down. I've never had a problem with a toilet seat issue. You haven't? Never. Is it up or down at your house? Uh, The cover you're talking about? No, no, no. No, No, the seat is always down. Oh, so see, she did train him. Smart man. Or he seems like... No, 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 no. I had three sisters growing up. There you go. That that came... That was standard package. You brought it with the marriage. Standard package with Tim Hildreth. Do you take the trash out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, my wife always says... I married you so you can take the trash out. <laughs> Probably. It, so, yeah, that's interesting. So, real quick, though, I'm curious how you got into wanting to become a chaplain, especially in healthcare. It's just such a unique 
uh, job or career, if you will. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. It's, and it's really an honor to be a part of it. Bef- I, before you did the, the tryout, as I called it, but how right. did you get into where you were in Port Orange before that? Okay, so backstory, we're going to go back 97, 1997. Mm-hmm. I graduated from seminary. Um, Nazarene Theological Seminary in Kansas City, Missouri. I took my first church in upstate New York in a little town called Canastota. It sounds like can of soda. Yep. It's not. Canastota. Um, Boxing Hall of Fame is there. Nice. Very, very oh. interesting yeah. tidbit of information. Yeah. Um, and it was in my first church that I pastored that I just always felt like it was important for me to be a part of, of bringing um, hope to people in the hospital. So I, I started volunteering oh, as a chaplain there. there. So I really it was really all just a part an extension of as a pastor. I just felt like that was a part of me. And so I actually did more f- weddings and funerals for people not in my church than mm-hmm. in my church while I was in New York. Wow. So did 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 you see a car wreck and you said I need to follow them to that hospital, I need to pray for them or you just wanted to go to the hospital because you're that good of a person? I, I just knew that hospital was a place of brokenness. Mm-hmm. And Amen. so what I felt like was a part of my role was yeah. to bring hope in the midst of that. And so that's kind of how it started. I just I was a volunteer for eight of my 10 years in New York as a pastor. That's very giving. We, if we compare ourselves to him, John, we are nothing. Yeah. He is an amazing I person. I oh, wow. That is, that's truly awesome. Yeah, it was just it was a, and it was always fun to do. I always enjoyed stepping into circumstances and walking with people yeah. and helping and pray with them and just being a part of life with them. Wow, beautiful. So, if you are a patient in Halifax Health, or if you know a patient in Halifax Health, how do they get in contact with you for you to stop by their room? Um, so they can just notify their nurse. Okay, they, that's how it works. And yeah, the nurse or f- anybody they yeah. can tell anybody. Can you just have a chaplain come? And uh, everybody knows how to get in touch with the chaplain. Mm-hmm. It's on Pulse. Mm-hmm. There's a little little link you can click on, and it shows a phone number. Um, and uh, and that's a great way to do it. Awesome. You know, I think that probably, and I, I remember uh, the great Jim Smith. Yes. Jim Smith was before Don and before Andy and before you. Right. And, um, you know, the, the, um, the impact. And the comfort that a chaplain gives at the hospital is probably um, one of the most important things because that compassion and just that, I mean, I think where it's comfort, and that's what mm-hmm. kind of we, we call the palliative world is comfort care, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. it's about comforting people, and um, it takes a unique individual to be able to do that because, like you said, you walk into times when you don't know everything, you know? Right. So how do you approach walking into that room like how do you how do you just go in there and you have no idea what you're going in for you know what you hope to provide and most are what sad situations unfortunately right there's there's many yeah many very very difficult circumstances i think i think an answer to your question is is that uh, you know i've come to recognize and it wasn't an immediate thing except the sense of compassion for people was that um You realize they're me, right? Mm. I mean, right. I mean, they're. Right. Th- I'm. I'm human. You're human. Right. I have emotions and feelings. I know what it feels like to lose, lose uh, my father. Right. I know what it feels like to celebrate a wedding. Yep. I know what it feels like to celebrate graduations. I know what it feels like to 
have your kid get hurt and get an ambulance ride to the right. hospital. You know, you right. know, you know all those things. And so yep. I think for me is walking into that room, you realize I don't know you, but we've lived life together in some way. Right. Yeah. And so I, what I want to do now is discover, discover how we can make this part of the journey together where there is comfort and hope that's brought yeah. into the room at this time. But for me, it's, I've, I felt it's a calling mm-hmm. that God has, has given me this sense of need to right. respond to. Right. Uh, I don't think it was something I chose. I think God chose me. And I just honestly, you know, with Andy calling and then Andy asking me to be here, I just, it was never that I pursued this. Right. But that the door just opened right. and I walked through an open door. And so I, I feel the same with when I walk into a room. It's just God's appointed me for this and this is where right. I need to be. So let's That's do this. That's amazing.